0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Below the 12. Load the belt. Welcome back. We're back in uh, parts unknown. Yeah, back parts unknown. We was it. Was we here last time? We was here last time, weren't we? I'm Didn't
1: not sure. We? we was here last time, and the time before we was uh, we were back at Portring So it's, it's such a big gap between podcasts today. It's just don't remember happening in the last one.
0: Well, hopefully we'll try and tighten that up a little bit. But we we might even have some new places to uh, to record. We're gonna be like a like a tour. That's yeah.
1: what we'd be yeah, like, yeah. A, like a, a road show. Like, like a, a load a belt road show. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have a tour bus and everything. <laughs>
0: Well welcome back. It's been uh, it's been busy times, isn't it? Busy
1: times the oh, last This Last huge. weekend
0: it was so much to keep up with, it was unbe- unbelievable. Did you it? watch yeah. it all? Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. What no. characters all? I don't think the Charlotte if I was on over here, was it? No, it wasn't, no. Sure.
0: That wasn't yeah. televised, so that's yeah, that's obviously hard it's to It's ways round in it. I must admit, I started the day, I started the weekend thinking right, I'll watch i watch this Skycard, <laughs> I'll i I'll plow through, I'll find a stream for the other stuff and go from there. But it just didn't happen. No. It didn't happen. No. So Speaking of which, let's let's start with the Sky Card, because uh, it was a long, old night. It was a long night. It was. It started was. at six, went on till what? Almost midnight. Yeah. It was like 20 to 1, I think, by the time yeah, it was it time done done. It was, it was pretty late by the time it was all done. Well, let's let's get Joshua out of the way in terms of the fight. Right. He, yeah, yeah. So, Molina threw what? Three punches? Was that generous? Probably, yeah. He was awful, wasn't he? It was, it was Audley Harris and David Hay levels of... Of Tim, he was just so timid, he
1: just wasn't interested at all. It was yep. really, t- <sighs> it was, was it as bad as Charles Martin? um How would you, you know what, his last three opponents have been American, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So Brazil, Martin, and uh, Molina. Yeah. Who was the versus of the three then?
0: But Martin's got to be the worst Martin, just because yeah. on his arse twice. And it was that first round? Second. Second, yeah, and he was terrible, yeah. God, I'd say probably Martin, then Melina, then Brazil. Brazil... Went round. Brazil was like a journeyman. He was like a mm. journeyman that knew how to survive and knew how to, to limit, you know, because yeah. he didn't get hurt loads until yeah. later on in the fight. He was probably the most... ring had the best ring craft of the three.
1: He reminds me of Bungle for some reason. I don't know why I just <laughs> thought of
0: that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's Just it, a big, yeah.
1: massive obelisk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 obelisk. Do you, what was... Do you, what it was for me with Melina was... Obelisk. Martin didn't look yeah. Martin didn't look Charles Martin didn't look terrified, he was just awful. Yeah. But Molina looked fucking petrified. Walking his ring
1: walk, he was just uh, just almost glazed eyes. Yeah. It's reminiscent of um when Tyson early Tyson, wasn't it? Really? Mm. I just don't understand why I mean, obviously, it's easy for me to think, I'm never going to step into a boxing ring, but yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what you're going to be petrified for. I mean, um...
0: do you think the occasion? Maybe it's just in case. Do you think? I think I can't remember who it's. Uh, I was listening to someone, um, someone uh, on a, on another a podcast. I can't remember which one it was, but saying that he thinks that a couple of the Joshua's last few opponents, just the event, you yes. know, the crowd, the, the scale well, of I it. I was about to say As that a, a crowd already. All, crowds in America are like crowds here. A lot of the a lot of the crowds that go to Joshua fights and a lot of his supporters have been taken over from football. And so it's all football songs, it's all a drinking culture, it's all really loud and I don't think America I think, you know, obviously the Americans they have a drink and they have a good time, but I don't think it's like our crowds. And I don't think they American fighters come over here, I don't think they're used to it at all. It's um yeah, I mean it, it was it was a poor showing but uh Again, we, we said, didn't we when, we, when we talked about it last time, that, that options, IBF-wise, was relatively limited with what was going on, so I wasn't massively down on the, on, the, on that fight as a whole, because it had to be done what was done. But um, I think as a way of apology, it seemed, uh, after the fight, uh, we saw some nice bit of showmanship from Mr. Hearn. Yeah. Step into that ring. Lightning in that ring. Oh, have yeah. you ever known anyone getting a ring quicker when a fight yeah, ends? Frank Warren dreams of being able to move that
1: <laughs> fast. It reminds me of um, when David Beckham was playing and someone on his team would score. He'd always celebrate with them first, they'd so get to the camera. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, So it's like the end of being in the ring quickly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the most famous one was um, when Carl Frotch beat yeah. Butte. Yeah. And the fight I didn't even finish, he was in the ring already, <laughs> just like, bloody hell, behave yeah, yourself, son.
0: But he got in and um, and announced that the Joshua Klitschko fight will happen yeah. April 29th is it? Yep. Day, April 29th Wembley Stadium
1: 90,000 Yeah or maybe 80,000 one to wind up watch
0: that, That's fine by me That's <laughs> absolutely fine um, So what do we think? I mean it's, Massive step up Yeah It's a massive step up in class isn't it? You know What's Anthony Joshua's best win right now is Dillian White or, You know it's probably Dillian White you know yeah. current form and he's going from Dillian White who's a British level good domestic level fighter borderline European to Vladimir Klitschko, the best heavyweight champion of the last 15 years. So it's a, a huge step up um, and it's long overdue. It's long overdue for him to have a step up like this. So it's going to be intriguing. It's, um, although i am not seeing many people pick Vlad, I have to
1: say. No, I, I mean, everyone who Joshua has fought so far has been scared of him, been intimidated by him. I think Dillian White was anyone who really fought back. Everyone else has been scared. So I don't think Klitschko would take a backward step. But, um... I just think Joshua's all wrong for him in the sense that he's got no size of much critical just used to lean on people, and that would be enough He kind of do that with Joshua so i don't know I think but then, then you, don't, you' don't know because um White's not a very heavy puncher, and he and he, and he shook Joshua pretty badly. I mean to me if you hit a temple you're going to shake you're going to be shaken up anyway, mm. so you kind of worry that if Crisco hits him first then then what will happen?
0: Vlad absolutely has the power to knock Joshua out. No doubt he's got 50 knockouts on his record. He's a a huge puncher, probably a bigger puncher than his brother Vitaly. You know, he's got... And the thing is with Vlad, and I said this a couple of pods ago, there's nothing he hasn't seen. He's seen punchers, southpaws, movers... He's seen tall guys, little guys, there's nothing he hasn't seen before. Maybe, jo- you know, there there is a lot going against Vlad, I have to say. He's forty. He's 41, it went by the time the fight comes. He went have boxed in 18 months, and he hasn't looked great in his last two showings. So everything points towards Joshua, but Vlad is a very, very live opponent in this one. You're right, there seems to be two ways of... Well, there's always two ways of looking at it, but... Um, I've gone from one end to the other in the in the early thinking of this fight since it was announced. And I think you're right. Everything you've just said about Klitschko's age, the the absence from the ring, last showing, everything else. Um, but also, Joshua's best opponent so far was or best fight so far was probably White, yeah. who's just gone life and death with with Derek Chisora, yeah. who <clears throat> who we're all widely, you know, claimed to be pretty much Shot done. Fighter. Yeah. Shot fighter, yeah, you know, so. So who knows? So it, it has got a bit of intrigue, and, and like you say, this is this is what we've needed for him, and and hopefully now when they say that he can't take a backward step after our or if he beats um, Vlad, then then they stick to it rather than rather than yeah. that's what they said after the Martin fight, and we ended up with Brazil and, and Molina. So well,
1: I think there's something in it that he fought American fighters to get him known in America. I suppose. Yeah. I think all three fights were on Showtime. So after he fights Klitschko, I can't see him. I can't see him, you know, doing it doing European level again. You um, know, after Klitschko, probably be maybe Hay, um, Hay, mm. Pulev, Wilder. Yeah, Pulev. One of those two, I'd imagine, he'd, he'd be fighting after that. Mm. So, I, I think it'll be interesting because because if he if he wipes out Klitschko, do we see him losing <laughs> losing against anyone? Because Fury's not active, so yeah. it doesn't really count. But there's no one on the horizon who I can really see beating him if he really does a job on Klitschko.
0: Titan Fury for me is the only one. Uh, if, if we count him as the, is a, that, he, that he, m- he will come back and I think, to be fair, I think Huey Fury said um, this week in a couple of interviews that, that the plan is, is that Tyson comes back in 2017, so um, hopefully that's true and we get that Fury-Joshua fight if, if he does beat but he's the only one I can see beating him up The I mean. interesting
1: thing of Fury, it reminds me of um, Josh, Josh, Josh I was calling him Joshua Parker, Joseph <laughs> Parker. Uh, I think it was a Boxing island part someone made a very good point that um, Joseph Parker has fought with Takam and Ruiz, and he's not—he's sma- yeah. not really bowled him over. He's just kind of gone life The death, has gone rounds, so he's gained experience. Um, Fury was knocked down by Cunningham. Um, I think he fought Ham- Christian Hammer and a few other people, yeah. and he didn't look great doing so. And he kind of thought when he thought when he fought um, Vlad, you know, what, what you know, would he be okay? But because he's gone the rounds, he's got the patience to not panic. And I feel with with Joshua, because he's not gone around, because he's not a time hit him back. How do we? There's an unknown quantity there, and I'm also he fights quantity. on tracks. You know, very straight.
0: You know, the angles. T- but, if if there's Bu- anything,
1: there. he does a lot of that. Yeah, and mm. with, you know,
0: Tyson makes makes angles and from strange and awkward positions and stuff. Yeah. It, you know, and that's why Vlad didn't know what to do with him, really. You know, so I think that's that's something that that hopefully we'll we'll have for looking forward. But again, I, I, I think I think he I think he beats Wilder personally. Fury? Um, uh, no, Joshua.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think he does, but. I, it's, it's, it just depends on if they're if if they're scared. If they're not scared, then then who knows? I don't see um, I don't see Joshua fighting abroad at any point. So he'll always have that home advantage with the partisan fans. But look, us talking
0: about heavyweights again. I know 2016 has not been a great year. You know, 2017 is going to have to be the, the year of the heavyweights, really. But look, I mean, we've got um, we've got belts scattered all over the place. We've got <laughs> we've got um, Stiverne and um, Pervetkin. Pervetkin fighting. Uh, for the interim, interim WBC yeah, is it? yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know so there are bits and pieces about and and, uh, and obviously with with Joseph Parker picking up his his belt quick quick word on Joseph Parker I thought he looked pretty, I thought I thought he just nicked it yeah I thought did I thought he just about did enough again Ruiz made a pretty good start he made a pretty good start and put a, put a couple of rounds in the bank but I thought he really t- he kind of tired in the middle rounds and Parker
1: put those key middle rounds in the bank and probably just about eight over the line well, that's the beauty of the Takam fight because <clears throat> if that fight hadn't happened he might have gassed himself out. And because he kinda knew because he'd been around before, because it's a tough opponent, he wasn't really gonna knock out he kind of knew in his head, you know, I'm not going to knock out Ruiz, let's just put rounds in the bank, and that's exactly what he did.
0: I've not seen much of Ruiz, personally, I must admit, but I, I, I do like his hand speed. I mean, what do you weigh, 2... 2.55. 2.55. I love the way he... And him smack bang in the middle of that Burger King uh, <laughs> emblem yeah. of the ring was glorious as well. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, it's, there's stuff going on with the heavyweights, and... Speaking of heavyweights, we were treated to and proved very much wrong yes, <laughs> yes. With, uh, with Derek White... Um, Derek White... Derek Jizor and um, Derek White. He was,
1: yeah,
0: he was... Uh, it was brilliant. It, it was, was great, and I was so happy to be proven wrong. Absolutely, it was... Um, it, it was it was just great to watch, and it was so much fun.
1: And what was funny, we actually tweeted on the day, all three of us tweeted on the day that I said, You know what, lads, it's just about watch watching. Don't fucking watch it, it's gonna be fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it. We didn't run around come on, tweet it. Come on <laughs> don't! <Yeah. laughs> was, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I, don't think, I don't think there was a single shot parried or blocked or ridden throughout the entire fight. I mean, the fact that. Um, White fell through the ropes twice, <laughs> missing a punch, just goes to show that, you know, just... What his intentions were. Yeah.
0: We've also been treated to the best photograph that's ever been taken oh, quite, inside yeah. a boxing ring. If you, if you haven't seen it, we'll make sure we retweet it for you. I wish I remember,
1: the, I remember the fella's name, because he's had his name on, on the picture, there's brilliant pictures, there's four, and one of them just had, um... Uh, Dillian White looking like the chicken in, in Family Guy, he found the Peter Griffin, <laughs> his jaw just spun. Yeah, it, was, it, it, yeah. it was amazing, and, um... I think I... In the immediate aftermath, I wanted a rematch, but it was an eliminator, wasn't it? Yeah. So I don't see White t- taking that one again. Nah, no. Um, he's been mandated to fight Sam
0: Sexton, hasn't he, Before, uh, by the end of April. Yeah. Maybe they'll stick that on the undercard. That's, that's for, the, for the British title. For the British title. See, that's weird. I don't understand that, because they, from what Eddie was saying, they were trying to get that done beforehand, yeah. but the board, they wouldn't commission it. Yeah, Sam's, Sam Sexton's been on the cusp of a, of a British title fight for quite some time. Um, he had, I think he had a couple of fights with Larry O, and I think he won one, lost one. Um, and he's just been on the cusp for ages. And then he was supposed to fight Dylan White for the vacant belt, and then it ended up. He ended, who did. Um, Lewison? Who did, yeah, he ended up fighting Lewison instead. And Lewison had him fought for fucking ages. So yeah. it was really, really strange what's been going on with Sam Sexton. But. I hope, hope maybe they make the fight. Maybe they make that fight, and it goes on the undercard. I can I don't know. I can see I can see the Chizor rematch getting made. You know, you wanna they, they're gonna wanna make this card as big as possible. And that was such a good fight, the first one that people I think people were gonna wanna see it again. And I think that's the best stage for it. Who did you sorry? T, who did you have winning? Cause... White. White. Early. I did as well, yeah. But a lot of calls over for for, for the took
1: Well it's like the Warner Covenant one, it's a close fight, it wasn't a robbery. No. It's just um, could have gone either way. But I think Chisora's done I think has done. Um I think you can see his body language after the fight, even during the fight, you can see, you know what, this is my last fight, I want to give him my all. Mm-hmm. Um the only way he wins into, into rematch is if he gets the Insanity DVD and follows it to the fucking teeth <laughs> for the next four months and gets ripped and fights. Because if he was if he was fitter, he would have finished. Right. After the fourth round, you're yeah. right. He looked
0: he looked gassed. And the thing is with with Dale is that it doesn't. There's no there's no hiding it. Yeah. Because he 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 can't. And it looks it. It will retreat back to the ropes. or yeah. stumbles into the corner. It was you know it was. He takes his breaks. It's it's a shame, really. But look, no, it was it was a great fight. We're very happy to be proven wrong, and um, I, I would like to see it again personally. I, I don't think it will happen. I think, um, like I say, I think White is quite keen to to push on and as quick as as quick as he can. And I don't know whether, like you're right, whether he'd want that want that again. Because um, there were times where I I did think he was going to get stopped. Yes, yeah. a couple of times where it was was some serious wobbling going on. I think that showed. He's not with Jonathan Banks no more, is he? Oh, Sorry, that's his wife. No, he's in white. He was with Jonathan, Whites for a li- Jonathan Banks, Banks for a little yeah, while. He, he was, was before, was yes. And like. jo- Jonathan Banks wasn't... Sorry, I've gone way off track, but Jonathan Banks isn't with Vlad anymore either. But he-, he wasn't there in the press the other day. What's happened to Jonathan Banks? God, Questions nuts. on... Answers on a postcard, please. I just remember um, him getting bit about Adamuk. Yeah, yeah. I-, I remember once tweeting, what is the point of Jonathan Banks? <laughs> <laughs> I-, I feel bad because he follows me now. Um... <laughs> So, what, best heavyweight fight you've seen this year? It was a really good or fight. Or best, he- best domestic heavyweight fight that I think I've seen, um, I can't remember.
1: I think it the best heavyweight fight of the year, quite comfortably. Um, in the year before, you was probably involved in the fight of the year before that, when he fought um, Joshua, so...
0: I, th- I, th- I, think, I that's think that's the best, too. in terms of pure entertainment, yeah. that's the best heavyweight fight I've seen since I've been following the sport at, uh, at a level that I uh, am now. It was uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Another fight that was really, really enjoyable... Was Jose Burton and Frank Buglioni? Oh, yeah, was was brilliant. And I, and I said, I said from the start that that would be a good fight. I was meant to be on the crawler, Lenara's undercar, which yeah. I was at. So I was, I was really I'm even more gutted that I missed that. Now, um, I mean, who knows whether it have been the same fight? Yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I, just great. I mean, again, rounds of action ebbed and flowed. Um, uh, I I always thought that Buglioni was was. Um, would take it if he could get past the first couple of rounds. I thought it would take him a little while to get going. The head movement side of things that he's been so lacking in, in previous years, you could see the conscious effort that was there. Um, and I didn't know where, and I thought if he can keep that up, if he can actively make sure that he's doing that, you know, as you get tired, if it's something that you've trained on, it's not something that, I don't know, is. Um, you know ingratiated into you as you get tired you can forget to do it and and then get caught but he really stuck he really stuck at it and and it was a fantastic finish Um, it was what what, what did you think no yeah I was I was so happy for him I thought Burton was I think he needed the stoppage or at least the knockdown to try and get make it close on the cards. I thought Bernard, he was down on all the cards. Yeah, I think he'd started to pull ahead, and I think he needed the stoppage; otherwise, he was going to lose. Like he started, he just jumped on Burton from the open, opening bell, didn't he? He was just all over him, and he did. It. And there was times where he was getting peppered with shots, but yeah. it was like. It was like he was determined to win. It was like there was nothing going to stand in his way that night. I've seen, I've seen Frank Bouglia only countless times live on Frank Warren on the cards mm. fighting for WBO European belts. So he won the Southern Area title. He drew for the English title. Loads of silly fights against random Hungarians. And for I was so happy for him because for him to win the Lonsdale belt, the British title... I was so pleased for him, for him to get the start and to win it in the manner he did. I was so pleased for him that he did that, and
1: uh, hopefully
0: he keeps it for a long time.
1: I, I'm not sure he does keep it for. No, long time. I, I, think,
0: don't, I don't think he wins a rematch. No, I think that's his level, British <coughs> level, and that's. What, yeah. I think that's why I was so happy for him. I'd love to see him win it outright and have it for keeps, but Burton was very close. That's definitely one to see again. Oh. I, and there's, there's, I don't think with the room fight at least, and I don't think there's any doubt in, in the fact that we'll get that. And I and I and I think that's quite right to have it again um because of because of that finish and, and how close it was really. Um Burton will have learnt a lot f- from that fight. He's yeah. had you know it's been a it's been a steady progression. Um but I was I was really impressed with him, actually. He does and he didn't strike me so much as a as that typical Joe Gallagher fighter. I thought they does have a little bit more about him. The fact that he's so tall and rangy like that and mm. it was um uh, I've been impressed with him recently and, and uh I I think you're right, I think he wins a rematch, which uh, I'm a big fan of Buglioni. I hope, I hope he keeps it, but I think uh, I think T's right, mm. I takes the
1: I can't I can't want to boglioni at all. I feel really bad. I feel like there's something Why? like that I missed. I don't know, he just seems he seems like he doesn't I think the fact that he doesn't need to box because he's wealthy enough outside there's a big oh. Fuck Is he out in there, no? Yeah. No, I didn't know I, I think I, he's fairly I, really, I think he's really I I'm he's not minted, I think he's in a day agent or something like that, you know. Yeah, very yeah, well paid yeah. job. Yeah. And he boxes and he boxed on the side and he kind of saw he's good at it and he's stuck with it. I mean he's got loads of fans who sing that fucking seven nation Army yeah, song yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't hate him. Yeah. I just I just don't <laughs> love him. But That's I think it, but I think everybody I hate everything he stands for. <laughs> to be fair though, I think um, when he won, I think a lot of people were just so happy. From on, on Twitter and they, even in this, even in the arena, mm. there's just an outpouring of happy because it, we just saw how much it meant to him as well. I mean, he had the cut; he fought through that. He was losing, he was losing. Well, I can't say losing every round, but you know, he, he just stuck at his job and. And Burton was the house fire too, yeah. and Eddie Hearn looked devastated and afterwards, didn't he? And what you can't take away from Bolognese, he's got his moment now. He've, even if he loses a rematch unanimous decision, yeah. he's had that moment yeah. on a big card. I mean, the, I mean, I think the card is a success on the whole. Yeah. I didn't have high hopes of it, it was a successful card, and I think that moment can never be taken away from him ever.
0: I think, um, and, and what's what's next for him really? Because you know he's had these European tilts and and, and tilts of world titles or versions of and that type of stuff. Is there you know, the rematch is... the it's, 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 it makes the most sense, doesn't it? I don't really know what he'd go and do from the How old is now? do we know? Oh, he's got to be in his late, late 20s, 20s is not he? He's yeah, yeah. got to be in his late 20s. You know, there's Bob Adjassaf, who's been around forever, a yeah. light heavy, um, you know, who's retired now, and...
1: Uh, at the odd, but I think he fights him. So. Nah, nah. Well, it depends
0: on what the board uh, mandates. I guess they yeah. might mandate a rematch, and they might have the rematch. I, but you could perhaps put the the rematch on the crawler on the card, Possibly. Yeah, When's that? That's like March or something. March, yeah. Yeah. that's long enough, isn't it? That's long enough for you know to have a month off, have Christmas that off. That would and make and, sense. Yeah, and then you know up in Manchester again. But this is what we see, and you know this was a a, a big contrast because that's the type of British title fight of why we love the British title, yes. right, and why we love that belt and then a stark contrast was you looked at Callum Smith defending his, his British title against Luke um, Black- Blackledge yeah. and you know <laughs> Callum obviously got, was getting frustrated and, and then it was a vicious vicious knockout yeah. um, and that's what happens when these fights when it's so mismatched I mean it's, it's clear that Callum Smith is light years above domestic level whether he's world class or not I don't know and I don't think anyone can know yet despite what Sky tell us um, but that's what happens when, when you have dangerous mismatches like that. I mean, he should have been pulled out in the during the eighth round, I think. Should've I mean, what, down, like, what, what did you think of it? I mean, I, I felt yeah. I was awkward to watch for it was a, It was a gross mismatch. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's been mandated. Adam Smith's got the British title. Luke is in, Blackledge is the mandatory. They have to make the fight, so I understand. But for me, after about five rounds, he'd been dropped a couple of times. He wasn't competitive at all. Um, but... He was in the fight, so I can understand why the referee didn't stop it. But I was doing the, the doing the Twitter account, the below the belt Twitter account. And I was imploring the, the, the corner to pull him out, and I think, you know, there, there was the business with George Groves and Eduard Goodrecht the other week as well. And corners aren't taking enough responsibility. They're not. They're not going. They're not looking at it and going. He's not competitive. I've got to make him fight another day. And that should have happened in the Guttrek fight. He should have been pulled out a couple of rounds earlier because he just wasn't competitive. He'd lost fucking every round. Yeah. And it was the same thing with the Blackledge fight. It's like, you're not competitive, you're not going to win, you've been dropped a couple of times. Fucking pull him out instead of waiting for the ref to do it. You know, throw the towel in, time on the stool. It was, it was fucking gross mismatch. With Callum Smith... Um, Ed Robinson said on Twitter the other day, he said, being a boxer, it's like swimming upstream. Once you stop going forwards, you start going backwards. Mm. Such a fucking profound thing to say on there. And it's that's what's happened to Callum Smith. He won the Eliminator, he's the mandatory now, and it's like he's stopped trying. It's uh, I it's, 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 a, it's a tricky situation, obviously, because because of, uh, of the, the situation with, with the girl and Jack. I get it, but it's it, he's going to start doing himself... More harm than good in terms of both in terms of progression, but also in terms of how people look at him. You know, he's not going to be able to headline anything, or even co-headline anything, because no one's going to care. You know, no Everyone's at that point where, all right, well, we're not really going to be bothered about it until until he's actually doing something. It'll just be used as kind of card fodder. You know, and you talked about the corners not taking enough responsibility with the loop, with Luke Blackledge and, mm. and also with um, with Goodrich. Uh, Goodrich, sorry, I can never pronounce his name. Um, and I think we saw the same one another fight on the card with Dave Allen. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. it's it's shown now that Dave Allen had to go to hospital. Um, the next day, yeah. you know, so it's 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 definitely a topic that that is worth some discussion. I think, and maybe maybe um, maybe on the next part we'll go we'll into it a bit more one. detail. Definitely. But yeah. um, yeah, it was you know the Dave Allen Lewis Ortiz was another was another. I mean, Dave Allen is game you you could give him that, but uh, I mean, he looked at, he was a lot fleshier Dave Allen wasn't he this time? Yeah, um, a weird load, yeah. Yeah, he didn't look great at all. He, he needs to just
1: step down a level or three. What
0: do you, you know. think of Lewis Ortiz, though? What, you know, both, you've you both seen him now, a couple of
1: fights. What, well, I, didn't what's your see fight? the, I didn't see the Scott fight, but um seems to so have stagnated a little bit. Um, Similar to difficult. Callum Smith, in a way, isn't yeah, it? He's not div- been challenged. they difficult to what, to what to really do with him. I mean, I think Hearn wants to try and get a stable of heavies... And I don't think Ortiz is going to fight Joshua. That's not going to happen. That was
0: the plan. Did you think that yeah. was the plan, though, wasn't it? Yeah, when they brought it's... him on.
1: Do we just think that the the Jennings um, the was just a, was the fluke? No, no, I think I think that was his peak. But Jennings is quite a small heavy. Yeah. Um, Ortiz is a bit of a unit, so that kind of told. I but um, oh, I think Louis yeah. Louis is a good fighter. He's a really good fighter. You know, he's
0: Cuban. Yeah. He's good. He's He's, uh, I, I think, he is very seven. I think that's important, and um, and I think he's, uh, you know, that's important. And I also think that he's not being challenged, and he's he's, he's probably got a bit of a fat paycheck from Eddie to sign. And it, it's a thing with Cuban fighters; they 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 see the money, and then. It's like their fucking their motivation goes. Like Cuban heavies is particular. Yeah, yeah. They, it's like the motivation just seems to go. <laughs> Eris Landry Lara's fucking grossly, you know, inactive. Rigo, fuck, I don't, don't start me off from Rigo. I love him so much. Oh, but no. He's just, just dicking about, and it just seems to be a thing with with Cuban fighters. You know, they they get the money. They they get. They've come from where they've come from. They cut. They go to America. They get the money, and it's like the motivation goes. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Well, very quickly, then, we saw the return of the mighty return of Scott Quick. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that Next
0: Yeah, it Lux. was uh, die, we don't It care. was poor um, we, don't, we don't care <laughs> Anything else? There wasn't anything else On nope. the card that we're missing out That was anything of particular interest Was there? That's Katie, Katie um, she, Taylor
1: She looked good Your fire winter title Oh, of course That's, that's, about, fire, yeah.
0: that's about it <laughs> let's, let's just very quick mention About cow your fire Because I think Everyone That was the fight I was looking forward to the most Conceptions come in And weighed What was it? Two and a half pounds over yeah, pretty much. Big, yeah. Um, very odd. He's come in weighing heavy. He's come into the fight. seemed to be moaning and pissing moaning. moan. I mean, if I boxed brilliantly, I thought. I don't want to take too much away from him, but he looked he looked far too happy that conception throughout the fight. Yeah. Did backflips at the end of it. I mean, odd. Something not quite right. He, he, he left his motivation as soon as as soon as he stepped on that scale. His motivation went. His desire to win the fight left him. As soon as the belt was gone, he was fighting for money and for his professional pride, and they weren't enough for him to give it his best. He was fair play to carry a fight, exceptional Absolutely. performance, made a you know uh, a world champion look like easy work. You know, fair play to him, and it was easy work. He was did he he got a shutout on two cards, didn't he? I think And perfect. he got a shutout on at least one of the cards. Um, and he deserved it. I thought it was a fucking shutout as well. And it's been um, a long time coming for Caelum. This is ten years, really. Yeah. Um, you know, to get to this point. You know, and who knows? Hopefully, you know, we could see a fight with Chocolatito. Yeah, yeah. You know, or he could move up, and there's fights there. Um, there's the the, the Jamie McDonald fire bouncing. Yeah, you know, there's 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 options for him now, and hopefully we'll start to see him in some in some big fights. He's another one that we've just kind of seen as kind of mushroom fodder. Just seems to be on a card when there needs a space to be to be filled. So hopefully we'll start seeing some stuff from and him And what will
1: happen is the there's, there's five world title fights. One of them will be <clears throat> will be Kaya fights. <laughs> Which no one will really care about. So yeah, that, that's,
0: that's the, the thing for him that's the thing He's gonna be he ain't he ain't topping no cards. Yeah. This this country doesn't give a shit about super flyweights. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Yeah, they don't get enough the the credit really, but they probably deserve, and it's is something that it's a shame really, but almost also understandable from a from a wider market point of view. And I mean, you think of these wider markets and where these. These fans come in and as you say, T, this card I think was a pretty successful card. I think the numbers for the pay-per-view was done very well. Yeah. Part of that's gonna be down to the press conference with White and Chisora. Yeah. You know, so let's it it was, it was an interesting uh, interesting one for sure. I mean what's what's your thoughts? These press conferences are coming. So we've seen Hay and Bail You, yeah. Chisora, White, what's your thoughts on these kind of what's been deemed as kind of WWE? Did you type
1: think it events? was fake
0: T? You think it was fake?
1: Um I think it was a bit fake because those tape, that table looked like even. <laughs> did know, it very easy. It looked yeah. like a child could lift that table and for. it. I mean, yeah. you know, you should have proper oak tables. But, um, but, but yeah. no, I think.
0: veneer and ear, for fuck's sake.
1: Exactly, it's <laughs> some Ikea shit. But, um, <laughs> but, I don't know, it looked, like, it looked like a desperate ploy to sell what looked like a flagging card at the time. Um, and then you got the um, Hey Bellew one, I think Belly is just. When I said to Carl a couple of days, it might have been yesterday, I think. I mean, even when we from post press conferences a little bit, but um, I think Bellus says a lot of these things to g himself up. He doesn't really believe it, you know. What I mean, I mean, he had a fight with him Cleverly before, didn't he, in the press conference, and um, and that. And um, I think a lot of the I think a lot of the antics are kind of um, I think Heard made made Whitechazora do that.
0: Uh, I disagree on on both things. Actually, I think I, I think for all of Tony Bellus. Faults and uh, and things that can rub people up the wrong way. I, I think I think part of it is the fact that he is genuine. I, I, I think he he does wear his heart on his sleeve, and I think he does say and do things that that get to him, and he goes from nought to a hundred miles an hour. I think he's insecure, possibly. And, but
1: and as I said, he says he, he slugs up. He, he says over and over again he's going to knock Hay out. Over and over again he's saying that. It's almost like a mantra to make him believe it.
0: Well, that that might be true, but I also think I also think that he 's quite consistent in what he says whether it's whether it 's a general um, uh, media discussion or whether he 's talking to IFA or whether he 's talking to something that 's a bit more personal uh, he seems to be quite consistent with the White whitechazour thing i don't i don't think it was staged I think derek Chazor is not an unintelligent you know he's an intelligent guy mm-hmm. um I think that might have passed his mind to um to do something and it 's funny because I think uh uh, Eddie Hearn said to Coogan in one of his interviews straight afterwards about, "Oh, I owe Derek a watch now." And he said, "Well, why?" He said, "Oh, we had a bit of bet on pay per view numbers, uh, and and he won." So maybe <laughs> maybe that's crossing Dale's mind, thinking, "Do you know what? <laughs> I, by doing this, this might get a few more."
1: I can't believe people. Everyone was talking about. it. I thought surely ever could see it for what it is. But I had people, people in my office. Yeah, yeah everyone was talking it. about like, hell, my it.
0: My sixty four year old stepdad walked in. The day it happened has gone, oh, someone threw a table or something at a press conference. It's like, yeah, yeah, Harry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you, what, what do you think of it in terms of, of, of the image of the sport? So, there's a fine line, I think, you know, between ge- generating interest and hashtag numbers and all this stuff, but also, you know, the image that boxing wants to put across. And we're constantly told, particularly by, um, by certain promoters, that they want to try and make boxing more commercial and more commercially acceptable, and that type of thing. Um, do you want know what I me? Mean? What's your thoughts on it in terms of the image? Well, it Portrays
1: these are two men punching each other in the face. They're not going to be not going to be the most civilized people around. Um, it's like when they apologise for for cornermen swearing on TV and that. Like, well, yeah. you know, you're not watching a tickling contest. Or you're watching two two grown men stripped to the waist, smashing each <laughs> other up. Um, the image of boxing. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, in the '80s, I think um, Mark Hailu had a fight with, um, with Christie. I forget his first name now, and then you know that was a big deal at the time. And um, I think, I mean, it's, it's always a good one. Even Ali Fraser did it, you know. Um, I think, I think the image of boxing is absolutely fine. Um, as you can see with the, with the pricing for the Joshua Klitschko fight, it's corporate anyway and people want to be there, people want to be seen so I don't think these plus conferences harm the image of it I just find it a little little tiresome It's, uh, you say about, co- it's
0: corporate now um, I, th- I, think that's, I think that's completely valid um, I think it's it's for, for higher up businessmen and people like that it's, it's a safe way of of viewing or being a part of something edgy, isn't it? It's like, oh look at these scary guys throwing a table at each other yeah, yeah go on, do it <laughs> Don't get me involved. Yeah. Nothing to do with me. And uh, I think that's the point. I think I, I did, I found, I said on the last pod, I was. I, I did find the whole white Chisora thing quite distasteful, to be honest. And I, I do, they're two grown men and they're adults. But at the same time, I do hold Eddie Hearn slightly responsible. They're, they're, these are his press conferences. These are his events. Uh, at some point, he has some responsibility over this kind of thing. Um, I think can I, I, sorry, corrected. can I just say, just, I'm just going to write you very slowly, because yeah. i just say, where after the table flip, yeah. he's already put his hands up in the air, we've got some great caption pictures from that, but also when Derek Chazor is having a go at him afterwards... Eddie Hearn is absolutely shit in his pants. You know that thing when you're in a fight and someone goes, you, you fucking did that, you? And you go, well, me? Well, what, are you, what are you talking about, me? I don't know what you mean, mate. I don't know what you mean. And that's what he was doing. I was utterly brilliant. I didn't spill your pint. Carry on. <laughs> no, I was just, it, that's just me and my I'm on my fucking soapbox at the minute. It's, uh, you know, I, I do think, it's his fucking press conference. The Belly Hay is his fucking press conference. It's his event. I do think he has some responsibility. And, uh, you know, it's all well and good pulling the, the two guys from Islington and Brixton into the into the face of the board and take their fine and take their slap on the wrist. OK, i let's get the fucking rich guy from Essex and stick him in front of the board and ask him to explain himself. So that's what you mean in terms of taking responsibility out of it. Because, look, like... he can't... He can't if, if Chisora's deciding to flip like that, he can't... He, you know, you can't do anything about it right there and right there. Yeah. You mean afterwards, yeah? Yeah, I just mean afterwards. It's like, OK, like, the fighters, Obviously, like I said, they're two grown men. They made the decision that they make. I accept that. and But it's all well in, and And Hearn apparently paid the fine. Is that right? Somebody said that he paid the fine. Yeah, it was, I don't know how true that is. He, couldn't, he didn't confirm it. But yeah, I that was just so. a rumour going around that, that he'd done that. And I think that'd be only right because, like I, like I just said... It's all well and good pulling the guy from Brixton and the guy from Islington in the room and telling them off. It's like I mean, it's your fucking event, mate. You take take some responsibility. That's all. That's what I'm And saying. if it was twenty five grand, I'm sure they've made twenty five grand in the extra buys it probably generated. So. I hope so. And so, but we saw one question I had. So we saw in the Hay Bell You went. So hey Hay threw a punch. I mean, you had to slow it down. It. I know. I, I watched it about eight it was times. So was it. Yeah, his oh, hand still. speed's still there. Yeah. But do we seem? You know, and I've, uh, I'm I'm told, in you know, from, from you know, in these press conferences that. You know, throwing a punch is, is the biggest no-no. A mm-hmm. bit of pushing and shoving, even even a table being thrown, <laughs> all right, is not, not great. But yeah. throwing yeah. Like yeah, a punch yeah, is yeah. almost yeah. like the worst, really the worst thing you can do. But yeah. we've not seen any any retroaction on, on that well, at all. But yeah, no, that's it, yeah. it's. Uh, I suppose though, those, you know, White inches are a fair game, aren't they? But David Hayes' money, so we'll leave him to it kind yeah. of thing, you know. I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I thought it. was a bit fucking... I, I don't think he really meant it, but... See, the thing wound is, up, though, didn't he? He's very wound up. It is the worst thing, because if he catches it, Bellew's out and the fight's off. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think it hit him to KO. Kind of. I think it just kind of... It just threw it, yeah. didn't Yeah. Yeah, I think he just threw it. It was... Um, Bellew's eyes were closed. He seen the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Bellew's eyes are closed, like, go on, do it, do it! <laughs> but he was wound <laughs> up here. I mean, we haven't seen him like that. Again, he's, he's been out of, you know, top-level competition for however many years it's been now. We're not including the last two waste of space um, fights that we've seen. So do you think he kinda of cheated himself up because he went he went big after Hearn, um and then it was just constant just shouting at each other. You couldn't hear what either of them were saying for the next He got a lot time. of his fans back, didn't he? He but you know it was he went by <laughs> I, I by was th- digging out my hay T <laughs> shirt yeah, yeah, digging out the Haymaker T shirt. It was like you know, he lost a lot of fans after Togate and after Audley and and Fury. He went for Hearn a little bit, and people were like, yeah, fucking go on, give it to him a little bit. Because it's like, Eddie Hearn's had everything given to him, he's had everything his own way, so it's... Uh, or oh, that's the perception anyway, so... I thought he answered that quite well. He took it in good, he took it well, yeah. yeah. I
1: think Hay's a little bit better though, as well. Yeah, he is. But he had his own promotional company, and it's not really going the way what he did, and Hearn's kind of found a niche in the market, and it's easy to hate Hearn, you know? I mean, I, I'm not as big as fan, but... He's done a terrific job. He does everything he sets out to do. I
0: don't mind. I'll, I'll give him credit for the stuff I think he does well. But I'll, but I'll, I'll. I it when, when I think he's I've taken th- a piss. I but He's done a terrific job. You know, with what he's done with boxing. You know, I, we I don't know. Don't think any of this like the StubHub thing or no, the, how corporate has got and some of the shit he comes out with. But all boxing promoters come out with shit. Uh, and he's made it. They're, they're having a fight at Wembley Stadium in April, and it's going to sell out like that. So fair play. To and some you. of the best nights I've been to in the last few years have been have been. They're solid cars. shows. Yeah, they're all solid so. shows, man. You know, you can't hate on. You know, you can't knock the hustle. Do you have? Um, have you had a favourite press conference? I've, uh, as, as in early is that one that sticks out in the memory. Mine f- for me was was the Frotch Groves two one with the Roots Cube, and I just thought, you know what it's got, just, him. Yeah. He's got him yeah he has got him he did have him on toast <laughs> for mind games he had him on toast yeah. first fight he absolutely had him and you see, I don't know, I, could, I talk about it all the time first round first fight and you've probably watched the fight fucking more times than I've seen Lewis Rackman yeah 100 times Froch comes out the corner and he goes <gasps> He's shitting the bed. <laughs> he's shitting the bed. You could you see it on the night and you see it every time you watch it. But that was a really good press conference. The Rubik's cube, just sits there, Frotch is talking and talking to you, yeah, I'm going to fucking knock you out, George, you're fucking mug, you're not tough. And he's just going, yeah, wait. The best bit was Adam Smith turning to look at George and just as George finished it and George just gives him like a little nod and went, mm, and passed <laughs> in the Rubik's cube to have a look at. <laughs>
1: I've time to think actually. um... I know, it's a bit, I know it's a bit cliche, but I think the Ben Eubank ones were, were amazing because back then they signed a contract live on TV. Uh,
0: yeah, and of course. Um,
1: and Eubank was sat nearer to the bloke interviewing him, whose name I forget now. And Ben was behind him. He said, I'm not going to look at Ben until the fight starts. he had his back to him the entire time. And oh, it was just fucking. It wasn't even a press conference, it was more just like um, just signing off the contract. Signing yeah. ceremony, kind of. Thing. Um, I think Mayweather Hatton more recently was, was good fun. They did, yeah. like, a press tour, didn't yeah, they? they? Did, yeah. And they came to Manchester,
0: and uh, Floyd wore the Man United shirt. Yeah. Uh, and then he came to Brixton, didn't he, Floyd? Oh, and he beat yeah. I don't know what gym it was he boxed out but He trained Some, there. Somewhere near West Ham, yeah. Yeah, and he, 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 did a, he went around Brixton, I think, yeah, he went over to East London as well, and he did all of that. Fucking yeah. hell, I wish I'd have been there in the gym. Yeah, yeah I could imagine. So you, hard. I'd have been fucking rock hard. Well... I think, uh, yeah, th- th- those tall ones, you see a couple of those tall ones. I think we'll see a lot of that with the Joshua Klitschko one, which was boring as hell, by the way. But anyway, um, you know, you mentioned Eubank there, and i segue into, uh, yeah. into Chris Eubank's announcement this week that he's fighting uh, for the IBO Super Middleweight oh. uh, Championship of the World um, against uh, Reynold Quinlan. Is it Quinlan? Yeah. Quinlan. Yeah. Now, I'd not heard of Reynold Quinlan. Yeah. Would um, it be Daniel Gill? Yes, Oh, he did. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, yeah okay. That wasn't long ago. But uh, I, I, his record is fucking awful. I had a look at it yesterday. and His record is terrible. Okay, so this is this was my starting position, yeah. and you, you you correct me if you're wrong because the IBO is something I have very little knowledge of. It's okay. not something I've seen a huge amount of. But someone asked me about about the fight, and I said, this is this is this is someone who has quite a loyal. Back in the fans in Chris Eubank Jr., mm-hmm. he's fighting for a title that no one recognises mm-hmm. on a against an opponent that hardly anyone knows mm-hmm. on a channel that's never done a pay per view before. So we should say it's going to be on ITV Box Office. Yeah,
1: that's the funniest thing about the whole thing.
0: Well, my, that's my starting position. I was just like, I don't, I genuinely don't, I can't get my head round as to what one what ITV are thinking. Because if it was on ITV One, eight o'clock Saturday night, yeah. wicked, brilliant, and they and they would gain. That's how you would gain it against a, a, someone who they don't know. If this was Eubank Golovkin, if this was Eubank Murray, I could even maybe understand it if was their first dip into the water. But it's not. I mean, what's, what was it what was, was your initial thought? It was offered to it?
1: David Hay before actually. Was by it? TV box office. So they must have gone round the hours before they got to Eubank Jr. Um, mm. I don't think Eubank is good enough to head a card by himself in that way. Um, I think at least a Blackwell Blackwell was a bit of a name in this country and he's got a lot of fans, but I don't see... I just don't say this is going to work. I just think his dad has just completely <laughs> wrecked his career here. But what I think all we'll three of us have said is that if it's in London, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to pay for the pay-per-view if it's... No, nah, no. Nah.
0: Have they said anything about pricing on paper Has anyone seen that or not? Well no, they said it was anything. competitive, didn't they? So it needs to so be up to five R or something. 18 quid. Yeah, it needs to no, be. No, well it will be it'll, it's it'll when be they like say fifteen quid, isn't it? Yeah. Be the same as Sky. I mean what was your initial thoughts when you when you saw it? Is it, is it happy that he's just doing something or or just No, do you know what? It was Red Old Who? And then I read the article, and it was super middle. I was so upset that he'd moved up in weight. I was just like, you are too short, your arms are too short, you don't hit hard enough, what are you doing moving up in weight? Why, Ben? Why? Any, any, any initial thoughts as to why? I think that it's the best... He's trying to get some sort of world title. It's a cheap world title, and mm-hmm. I think this, this opportunity presented itself, um, and he's, he's gone for it.
1: Yeah, because um, he, he named all these people who held the IBO title—Golovkin, mm. Roy Jones, Klitschko. but these guys had other trinkets at the same time. You know, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think any of them had the IBO by itself. I mean, we've got, the, we've got the boxing rankings in front of us, and I don't see IBO next to any of these names here. And um, the fact you are trying to sell it that way—I think you said yesterday, Cal, that um, E-Bank, Chris Eubank Senior said he's a 16-time world champion. So when I mean, you've got when you have things when you've got statements like that. You're not writing yet.
0: Notorious B.I.G., ten crack commandments, rule number seven. Keep your money and your business completely... Family and your business completely separated. Yep. It's fucking true. Keep your old man out of it. Business is business, family is family. It needs to separate them.
1: Money and blood don't mix like two dicks. No,
0: bitch. There <laughs> you go. I think Neil Diamond might have said something <laughs> similar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a big back Jr. fan, as, as I think we've all professed, professed to be, but it's it's so underwhelming. It really is, because because I want to believe in the talent that I think he has, or he keeps telling me that he has, and the bits that I've seen. So, is he doing this so that he can get, if he gets a, this IBO title, that he, he thinks it's going to give him some type of leverage when looking at people like the Gale, Jack, Smith, George Groves, you know, if George Groves goes and wins the um, his his fight against Tudenov, uh, yeah. you know, is that a fight that exists Because there has been uh, mentions of of him and Groves before. I mean,
1: I've, I've got no idea, isn't it doesn't hit hard enough? But the thing with you, Ben Junior, says he's got a lot of haters, but there are people who generally hate him for reasons that you know can't really fathom. Mm. But it's a lot of frustration, yeah. You know, because you're a fan of him, and when you're a fan of something or someone, and they keep fucking about, you just think you almost at a point where it's, where it's untenable. It's like um, um, David Hay, very popular fighter, very popular star, goes to heavyweight and, you know, starts playing peekaboo enough in half of his fights, really. I think against Monty Barrett and Ruiz, he fought good. The rest of them, he just kind of had this style like, just just absolutely awful to watch.
0: It's a, it's a dangerous thing as well, I think. with With fight fans or fans of a particular fighter... Boxing in, in, in a hall is not a, is not a partisan sport like it is with football, rugby, team sports that type of thing. So if you are invested in a fighter and are, are you like him like I am with Crawler, Groves, Eubank, um, you know, I I want to. You, know, you don't necessarily mind if they lose. Uh, it's just a question of, of seeing them do something and and, and 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 doing what you want to do. They're, they're putting on entertainment for you and, and doing the best that they can. And I don't feel like I'm getting that. From you, so you know, I criticised him on social media, and I would have been one of the legion of haters, as he described it, because I was saying something negative. When it's the complete opposite, he's right, you know. And I think he's he's in danger of alienating some of some of the people that would have really, really want him to succeed. Being being you know being a a fan of uh, an athlete or a football team or whatever, it's like being somebody's friend. You, You you love them, you want them to win. You're supposed to call them out on their bullshit as well, and that's what people are doing at the minute. The so-called haters—they're calling them out on his bullshit. That's what you know a true, you know, a proper fan should do, and what a true friend would do in in the real world. Just some background on the IBO. The IBO is based in Australia, so that's why it's about an Australian guy has got the belt. Um, All those guys that had the belt before were huge money draws anyway. Um, Ricky Hatton was the lineal champion at the time. Manny Pacquiao was a lineal champion. Lennox had the WBC, IBF, IBO. He was a lineal champion at the time. Floyd was a lineal... It's all... These are all established stars, established world champions. He is not that. And am I right in thinking that they would have been in big fights where other belts were up for grabs and it would have just been stuck on the end of it? Absolutely, yeah. A lot lot of the time, they they were just tacked... The thing is, the IBO, they use a computer-based ranking system. Okay. So their 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 rankings are actually pretty good. And they, they... Unlike the other sanctioning bodies, they rank the other champions too. OK. okay. So it's actually quite a good organisation. It just doesn't have the recognition of the big four.
1: Well, the thing is, if he holds that belt, Norton don't want to take it off him. They won't care. No. You know, because um, I mean, we've talked in the past about a book where the belt means more than him as an entity and the belt means less than Eubank Jr. Eubank Jr's not even a big deal. Well, the IBO title is not like... not going to see him as a world champion. He's doing his gravitas, doesn't yeah, he? he's putting his Twitter bio, but... <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing is, gonna...
0: you've got that, that, that nice little picture, the nice little meme you put together for Facebook and that of all those, yeah. all those people. If you was to put a, a picture of all the garbage fighters that have held the title, it would be a lot bigger. <laughs> a lot more people. It's people you've never met. Lots of, of pixels. Fair enough. Yeah. So we've got... So let's see what happens in 2017 then with with Chris Eubang. I think... Uh... Let, let's hope that it's just a it's just a step and step onto some some proper steps, you know. So we're we're leaving 2016 now, you know. It's been it's, it's I think it's been a a poor year personally overall yep. boxing wise, um, but I've got some specific memories of 2016 so that I, I want to yeah. uh, <laughs> but stick out for me. I think my my outstanding memories for 2016 is it was Anthony Crawlers performances because they were he was someone who I. Quite liked, but was never a huge fan of and but he he proved me wrong in, in all of these fights and turned me and turned me, turned me into a, into a big fan of um, of his but I think in terms of in terms of fights throughout this year, I think we've had i think Furman Porter was a highlight for me cool. um, I just didn't really enjoy I enjoyed watching that fight you know and during this year there hasn't been a huge amount of fights that I've really loved. I mean I made a quick list of the type of ones that I liked, and I had Furman Porter uh, Vargas Salido, obviously. Uh, Tyson Fury and Klitschko not in terms of the fight but obviously oh, in, terms of, in terms of what uh, of course yeah it was last year wasn't it alright yeah, yeah. oh, was scratch like that Jesus um, Carl Frampton who is my, is my fighter of the year but I'll ask you about your fighter of the year in, in a second Tony Bowie's performance and of course Ward Cobble. oh uh, Doran and Keeler as well was uh, <laughs> yeah. was just uh, <laughs> was great the fucking two round war classic amazing. and I'd stick you know and probably the two fights from the weekend I'd I'd stick that on in, in White Whitechessora and Bert and Buglioni as, as as well but um, so I think you know the year and a whole has been alright but any standout what's your standout moments for you for 2016 <sighs> I'd have, I'd have to. um it, was a, it wasn't the best fight, but seeing Scott Quigg and Carl Frampton standing across the ring from each other ready for round one was really fucking cool. Because mm-hmm. it was just something that we'd wanted to see for a long time. And they had the fight. It was a good weight. They were both in their prime. They both had belts. No excuses, no bullshit. And they, and they got it made, and, and it was a definitive result. So that was really good. That was really good to see. I was really happy for Andre Ward for him to win that fight. I didn't pick him congrats T I didn't pick him Um, I thought Kovalev would win of And I, I, some people
1: think he did. Some people, I didn't think he did. I thought, I thought I Ward picked was. Ward,
0: didn't I? Oh no, I didn't. No. No, you, you we <laughs> both had a, I think you went for a stoppage, yeah, like ten or something, nine or ten. Brief. Um yeah, yeah. Went one of those five points. <laughs> I? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was really happy for Ward, you know, because he's someone that I've liked for a long time, but he's kind of stagnated for a while. And for him to get that win, that's like, that's put the stamp on his Hall of Fame credentials. Doesn't, you know, doesn't matter what he does now. Um, so absolutely fair play to him as well. Frampton winning in uh, in New York against Santa Cruz was such a good fight. Was wicked as well. Um, us three being at Wembley for U Bank against Blackwell before the end. Before he Blackwell Ooh. hurt himself. But when Blackwell um, when when he came out of hospital and he was fine, that was fucking amazing as well. I was so happy. It was good and fun. Yeah. yeah, it was just. It was, you know, they say good news doesn't sell, but that was that was one of those things. It was like such a good thing to see him back, back out on his feet. Um, since then, not that was before. one of my favourite moments. I must admit, you know, we've just we've just talked about you, and So we won't go massively into it. But the moment when he was landing, he landed those three uppercuts in a row and, and then took a step back and pointed at Joe. So, ah, oh, was, was amazing. Just, was just great. Um, T,
1: standout moments for you? You are a fucking nectar for mine. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say you bent black, was probably the fight of the year, but the way it ended, I can't really say that now. You really think Um, the
0: fight of the
1: year? Well, it's fucking amazing, especially round six. Okay. It's probably the round of the year, round six. Um, um, I think you've got, um, Hay coming back was exciting. Obviously the people you thought was awful, but just the event of him coming back was really good. Um... I know we hate Anthony Joshua, here, but it was really nice seeing him win
0: I just want to clarify this because I got I got some grief actually on, on Twitter about uh, hating Anthony Joshua. Yes, I don't hate Anthony Joshua. When I first <laughs> met you guys, I haven't I was there when I went. Were I missed bad. I hadn't missed a single one of his fight up until. Um, up until the Martin fight, I've been to every one. Yeah. I have my phone, finger, everything. It's not Joshua I hate; it's the shit around it. That's I, all. I, I, think I think just want to clarify s- that. We'll, I think we're we'll, we'll all agreed on that. I don't think he seems like a really nice guy, Anthony Joshua. And I think I've said on the pod before; he reminds me of a friend of mine who's yeah. an athlete. Um, but saying that, if I go to Wembley and Klitschko wins, I'm going to be fucking screaming. <laughs> I'm going to be standing on my seat, screaming,
1: fucking yes!
0: So I think I don't think there's any there's any doubt that he's kind of the. The, the shining light of British boxing in terms of the image of British yep. boxing at the minute. But who would who would you say this year was your fighter of the year? Who's who's come from nowhere or
1: who's proven something that we didn't think that they would? Well um, it's got to be Frampton, but I was gonna say the other attending moment was Lomachenko when he beat Martinez but oh, yeah, that was that it was, was masterful. A masterful thank you. Masterful but I think um part of the year you can't really look far past um, um Frampton. Also the name escapes me F Crawford. Crawford's had a decent enough year um, the way he put away Molina on the weekend as well um, and I think Spence next year could be him Yeah, it could be Spence year T- Terence Crawford, he's a fucking bad man, yeah, he, he, he needs to go heal
0: now he, He's, you know, well, he's gone he's inside now <laughs> break, Breaking news you know, today, he's been sentenced to 90 days and I think he's going to serve 50 days of yeah. that um, He needs to go heal and he needs to come out and say fuck Bob Aram and join exactly. Don King and just have it and just become a right bastard um, Crawford was ex- he he's had an exceptional year. He fucking washed Postal, you know, and everyone was like that was that was such a close fight to see, you know, Crawford and Postal, people were like, Oh, I don't know, I don't know, but Crawford was martial, beat him every round, he was excellent. Yes, agree with you, there's only one candidate for Fire of the Year, it's Carl Frampton. He's had two fights where he was not a heavy favourite. In the Santa Cruz fight especially, he was seen as a slight underdog and he won both fights. And he won both fights convincingly. Mm-hmm. Um, standout candidate, no one's anywhere near him.
1: Hang on, the girl won his brought this year, didn't he? No. You
0: sure? Nah. No. Yeah, I think he's only fought Porky this year, hasn't he? Or has he fought Butte as well?
1: Oh, fucky, yeah, yeah, both, yeah. Beauty, fought
0: Porky and Did yeah. nah. <laughs> Rail was oh, last year? Um, well, Fuck the girl.
1: I guess in terms of disappointments, um, I think, I mean, what kind of leads me into it was that the Heyman fighters have not really been that active. Um, I think there's Jack and DeGale, who are both Hayman fighters I believe. Um, yeah. Lee Selby's another yeah, one. Yeah, Lee Selby, be definitely. he have been very inactive. Yeah. Um, David Hay is a bit of a disappointment because he's meant to have fought Shannon Priest. I know Shannon Priest is a joke, but that fight didn't happen. And obviously now we've got the Betty fight. He's fighting a cruiserweight when he could be fighting a heavy. I don't see what the no, fight... Yeah, I will not disappoint That fight does nothing for his legacy it. whatsoever. Um... Other disappointment. I swore they of will come to me, but the guy's gone. Uh, um, I'm
0: happy that the Briggs fight didn't happen. Yeah, okay. Shannon Briggs hasn't been hasn't been anywhere near world class heavyweight in at least ten years. Well, that's uh, true. In at least ten years, he, he shouldn't be boxing. He, uh, <laughs> it's a fucking joke. Him, yeah. Hey and Belly having a fight? He's yeah. wicked. As well as he doesn't want to see smash him. To be honest, um, yeah. biggest disappointment for me: Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah, he, hasn't def- he hasn't defended his title, and that's such a shame. We, I think we said in on one of our early episodes that the heavyweight division is back. It's thanks to Tyson Fury. He's rid us of this Vlad reign of terror where he was just such a dominant... You know, fair play to Vlad. He's been a really dominant champion, but Fury was exceptional that night, won, won the fight comprehensively, and he's not defended it at all. It's been such a shame. Yeah, I'm the same. I think biggest disappointment is, is Tyson Fury because again, I was a big, <laughs> a big fan and, and I really thought that he would he could go on and uh, and do big things. Hopefully, he'll be back in 2017 and, and we'll see a, a bit more from him. My other disappointment was not a disappointment in terms of a performance, just disappointment in the fact that I was there and didn't get to see Anthony Crawler raise yeah. get his hand raised against. I uh, think that was the best performance I saw this year was Jorge Linares' yeah. washing of Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> It was brilliant, yeah. I think was 117, one one eleven scorecard that I was screaming about and then got home and scored it exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I scored it. Oh, 117, 111. It was oh, good. good. It was um Crawler's tears were tasted wonderful. They really did. God bless you, Crawler. <laughs> I'll be there in March. Fucking like Jorge. Well, so Team speaking Jorge. of so speaking of which, it's yeah. something that's something that we can that we can look forward to as a previous so that's gonna be there in March you know, the crawler um uh, in our uh, rematch, we'll also have the Frampton Santa Cruz rematch yeah, in which, Vegas, which is which is great. Um, George Groves has got another world title fight, the WBA against um, of a super WBA super. So the Uh, the proper belt, I guess, if you like. Not not if there's any real difference between one or the other, really, but really glad for George. I'm so happy for him, you know. It it looked like this was the plan since he joined um, Shane McGuigan and went with Sauerland. It was like, okay, we're going the WBA route. It's like IBF's with De or WBC. Well, he went for the WBC, that didn't work out. It's like right, let's go for the WBA. And uh, Stone was there. Him and him to fight, like Groves to fight Stone, would have been wicked. But um, Chudinov, Fedor Chudinov's a really good fighter. I saw him against Frank Buglioni, and he washed him pretty much twelve rounds to nil. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I am really happy for George Groves. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Groves fanboy, and I, I don't deny it. But I'm happier for him. Because of the fact that I've seen improvement, like the Murray fight, for example, and the last few fights he's had, that jab just looks to be back, and I feel like he's made an Im- uh, not an improvement. Because I don't uh, whether he'll be, ever be the same as that first grove uh, Frotch fight, I don't know. But I feel like I've seen a marked improvement from from say the Jack fight. So I feel like there's a reason, and there's uh, th- there's a reason why he's, why he's got it again. You see know what I mean? If and if he beats Judenov, which I which I think he will. Um, uh, it, it's only good news for us because we can then hopefully see growth to Gale um, at the end uh, at the end of next year hopefully As if he wins if he wins which i think he a tut- will tut- a bad man that the oh, you're th- about if De Gale wins or if Gale, Groves wins? After De Gale wins. Oh, De Gale wins, sorry. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about, because we're, we're running a little bit short of time, but let's uh, talk about De Gale. Obviously, we've got De Gale and Jack to look forward to. What's your thoughts on that? Well, it's
1: inactivity, really. So that's a, a, a concern, that's a worry. Um, I obviously really hope De Gale wins, because I'm, I'm a fan of him, It's part of his football leanings. But yeah. um, it should be a very good competitive fight, and um, I hope if he does win, he becomes more active. Because these are his prime years and he needs to capitalise on it
0: do you think we could end up seeing if if he wins so say he beats Jack yeah um, beats Callum Smith which I think is perfectly reasonable yep Um, do you think we could see three fights with him this year that would be a bit tight wouldn't it I do because
1: if he he, because if he beat Callum Smith in May I don't don't think Callum Smith's going to fight him to be fair but he'll fight someone in that time and um, if Grove wins this right maybe end of the year winter to fight oh, Grove's to girl I
0: would just for three of the four belts yeah. and the oh. lineal and the lineal ring
1: <laughs> everything it'd be wicked <laughs> so the, the, the girl jack fights for the lineal lineal ring, okay. ring magazine
0: ring magazine is sanctioning it right. I think most people are like yeah they're one and two uh, it's on January the 14th we're blatantly not going to record before then predict
1: well, I've got to say the girl
0: I'll I'll say girl because I'll actually want him to win this one, yeah. I think Jack on a split.
1: I think because it's a Mayweather promotion that you might be right. Yeah,
0: that's exactly my thinking is, it's in Vegas, um, Jack's based in Vegas, he's Mayweather Mayweather fucking runs Vegas, and I'm a fanboy, but he does, he does whatever he likes. He fucking got to, he got to fucking not go to prison because he was having a fight. (laughs) Fucking runs Vegas! (laughs) <laughs> anyway, it's like um, casino all over. Again. I just think I think I think it's gonna be a really close fight. I think Jack's body work is gonna be really key in this. Those that that time you know that time that the Gau seems to spend on the ropes, um, like Carl Froch said, Jack's gonna have that for breakfast. When he has that time on the ropes, I think Jack's gonna be all over that. I think it'll be actually be a genuinely close fight, and I think Jack's gonna get get it on the cards. Another one just to mention, and this isn't confirmed yet, but it has been another musings of, of, uh, of Kell Brook and Amir Khan. Yeah. Very, very quickly. Do we, do we think that will happen in a word, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I hope so. I hope so. Um, and then, what one? So, our, so we've talked about that. We've also, we haven't mentioned Keith Furman versus Danny Garcia either, but in terms of what's, what's the fight you're most looking forward to that, next year? That. I, I, I think T, T put it really well on the, on the last pod. It's such an unknown thing. Garcia has kind of just been in third gear since he beat Matisse. And, but you know he has it, the ability in him to beat Furman. But Furman is the guy in the ascendancy. It's such a well matched fight. It's, 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 they're so well matched. They're two young guys. It's going to be on free TV in America. Fucking wicked. Al Hayman is going for it this year. He ain't dicking about. I have to agree. Fair enough. Before we before we wrap up, I want to make a very quick mention of, of Bernard Hopkins going into his last fight. Hopefully, his last fight yeah. against um, Joe, Smith uh, Joe Smith Jr., Jr. Uh, who has had a very impressive uh, win against yeah. Um, Fonfara. Andrew. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what do we think? Very much. We, we won't talk too much about Hopkins because I think the next ball we maybe we'll give him a proper send-off. proper send off. Yeah. But in a word, how, how do you think this is going to go? I think uh, I, I think I think Joe Smith. You know, he's had his breakout moment against Von Farah, but he just threw a hell mary, didn't he? He just he was getting bashed a bit, and he just threw a hell mary over the top and knocked and sparked Von Farah. I think Hopkins is going to have his way with him. Uh, Public Martu. Yeah, mm. yeah. He shut out. The yeah. comparison's already been made and then he's going to stare down the press row afterwards oh god well. yeah. <laughs> that, the other day that was awesome oh it's just mind games best mental fire of all time well like I said we'll, we'll go into a bit more detail in, in the next part yeah, I'm looking okay. forward to that I'm we looking did, forward okay. to okay. it uh, do you want to make a very quick mention of the fantasy league okay. it's fucking razor tight it's razor tight what is it it's like two points <laughs> yeah two points between you and Dean two points yeah. between you and Dean Collins in it too three points behind oh, we've got two fights this weekend Hopkins and Joe Smith and then Stiverne and Povetkin uh, fucking have it it's going to be close come on Colin fuck <laughs> 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 you we need, we need the first the first champ of this it needs to be a, it needs to be a house fighter yeah I'm team team, <laughs> the rest team Colin team D.
1: <laughs> anyone bad it? Yeah, yeah fair a- enough yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, on, that, on that note thank you very much for downloading and listening big shout out to Boxing Monthly as well we've got uh, the January edition's just dropped we've got the tribute to British Boxing Success Calendar for 2017, so uh, go out and get that. And there and is the crossword. Stuff. Yeah, and the crossword, yeah, and there's plenty of crossword. stuff uh, about Bernard Hopkins in there as well. So, so Twitter account is at below the bell underscore like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash b2bpod uh, Do you
1: want to give out your personal Twitter addresses just in case? Uh, Alex from Bristol at BC the Grand Slam Alonious Filth and also, um, if you could review the pod and say nice things, can could up the rankings a little bit. Yeah, we've that got would a couple, be yeah. tremendous, absolutely tremendous. We'll read out the last nice ones, and we'll ignore the bad
0: ones. Yeah, or any funny ones. Yeah, funny, funny. ones. Are, funny ones are just as good. So that's it. Big up. We'll see you uh, in twenty seventeen. Sports Social Podcast Network.